summary of the Sicha. In the Pasuk in this week's Pasha, which says, Moshe said to them in regards to the eating of the man, because on Friday there's going to be a double portion, and on Shabbos there will not be any man. So he said to them, on Shabbos, that Shabbos, today you shall eat it. Because today is Shabbos unto Hashem. Today you will not find it in the field. From there, the Chachamim, our sages tell us, we learn that we have to eat three times, three meals on Shabbos, because it says three times Hayyim in regards to the eating of the man on Shabbos. And although, generally speaking, a meal means bread, that's the main, the main staple of a meal, but in regards to Shalashudas, there are different opinions. Some say that you have to wash for the third meal as well. Some say that you can eat um, uh, meat or fish. or so. First, some say that you have to eat a piece of uh, mezainus, something that you make a mezainus. Others say that you can eat some uh, fish or meat. And some say that you can even eat just fruit. What does the Alter Rebbe say? The Alter Rebbe concludes by saying one should not rely on any of these leniencies as long as, there's, uh, as, long as it's not uh, impossible to eat. Like if somebody is too full to eat, so then it'll, it causes him uh, discomfort to eat, so then he doesn't have to eat, he can rely on eating something. But otherwise you should eat the full, uh, you should wash. Even though the Alter Rebbe says this, the, the minig of the Rebbeim was that they, for the most part, they didn't eat, they didn't wash fish, they would eat something light, a small thing just to be to the, the meal. And the reason why is because the third time that it says Hayyim, which is the third meal, it says Hayyim Loi Simsu. Today you will not find the, the man. So from this we learn that the meal is done in such a way that you don't find bread, that it doesn't have to be, bread does not have to be part of it. That's the technical explanation. But what is the, the Hasidic, the inner dimension of Taita? How does that explain why you don't eat a full meal? by the third meal is because the third meal of Shabbos represents the L'osid Lavi, Shabbos of the future, of the time after Tchiyas HaMesim, and over there it says, Eilam is a time when there is no eating and no drinking, so therefore we're experiencing Eilam at this meal and therefore we don't eat a full meal, we don't eat a full me- uh, bread, but we still have to understand, since it, it, it's not likely that we're going to have a contradiction between the way Chassidus sees it and the way Halacha sees it. Halacha seems to say, as the Al-Tareb emphasizes, that you have to eat bread, that, that you shouldn't eat non, a non-meal. So then why is it that Chassidus says that you should not eat and the Halacha says you should eat? And for this reason it's obvious that when the Rabbeim didn't eat, it wasn't just that they were being lenient about it, but that there's a specific reason why this should be done this way. So to explain, in regards to the eating of meals on Shabbos, the reason we eat meals on Shabbos is not like other mitzvahs, which which sometimes there's a mitzvah to eat, like let's say matzah. So there's a mitzvah to eat the matzah. It doesn't say anywhere that you should eat it in order to enjoy it. You should enjoy matzah on Pesach, and that's why there's a mitzvah to eat. But on Shabbos, it is about enjoyment. The reason we eat meals in, is in order to bring enjoyment to Shabbos, to bring oinig, delight, to Shabbos. So therefore, what happens if a person does not enjoy eating a, cer- a meal? Like, for instance, the Alter Rebbe says that in, a, in certain cases when 
a person wants to fast, he feels the need to fast because he had a bad dream, let's say. And eating would in such a situation bring him discomfort, distress to have to eat on Shabbos. So therefore he shouldn't eat. Not only shouldn't he eat, but it's possible that it, not only does he not have to eat, but he shouldn't eat because that's the opposite of bringing Einit. So the same would be true that if one is eating a meal, but the specifics of what he's going to eat at the meal would be would also have an importance to whether he enjoys the meal or is discomforted by the meal. So what happens if a person, he wants to eat a meal, but bread would be discomforting for him to eat at this meal. Obviously, there would be no need to eat that bread at that meal. In fact, one could say that one is not permitted to eat bread at that meal because it's the opposite of Einik Shabbos. And therefore, if a person is in a situation where he knows that the time of the third meal is a time of loy simtsa uha, it's a time when the emphasis is on not eating a full meal because that's spiritually what that time is about. It's a holy time, raivin the raivin. It's uh, the the level of ayin, which means a uh, transcendent level where it's considered to be nothing, at least from our perspective, where to us Gashmias is something, and this comes from a place which is nothing beyond Gashmias. That's what permeates the time of Raiva the Raiva, the time of the the time of Shalashudas. So even though he doesn't feel it, but he knows about it, he knows he has faith that this is what it should be, and having to eat bread at that time could be discomforting to him. Why is he not why does he have to eat bread in a time when it's all about not eating? And therefore, one is not required to eat bread at that meal, and one shouldn't eat bread at that meal. Which could be the reason why the Rabbeim did not eat um, a full, uh, you know, bread at the meal, because they truly experienced the kind of oyer, the kind of godly energy that was permeating at that time. And the chassidim, which are connected to them, because the Rabbeim felt it, but we want to do the same thing as the Rabbeim. So therefore, to us, it would be distressing discomforting to eat bread and therefore we don't eat bread but then the question could be asked so then why are we eating all together if it's a time for not eating it's where there is no food it's a time similar to Yom Kippur as it's written as well so then why is there any meal at all there should be no meal at all no eating so we find a uh, written by the by the Friedrich Rebbe and the name of his father the Rebbe Rashad that he writes, the fact that on sh- by Shalashudas it says, that's only that we don't have to eat bread. But you do have to eat something. And as he says, and Rabbi Yaisi said, I want to be, I want to have a share in those, I want to be part of those who eat three meals on Shabbos. So from this it seems that there is something very important, there is a certain quality in Dafka eating on Shabbos. It's so, there was, so then why is there a need to eat at a time when it's all about not eating? In fact, one could ask the question, why does the Rebbe Rashab use Rabbi Yossi's statement, which is sort of, uh, it's an interesting statement, but if he wants to bring the importance of eating the third meal on Shabbos, he should say what it says in Shulchan Aruch. In Shulchan Aruch it says you have to eat three meals. So the, why does he bring Rabbi Yossi's statement rather than the obvious halacha in Shulchan Aruch? So in order to understand this, we have to understand what Rabbi Yaisi is trying to say here. What does Rabbi Yaisi mean? I want to be part of those that eat Shalashudas. If it's a Dinah Shulchan Aruch, and in that Gemara where he says it, it's also, um, it talks about it, 
So why is he saying, I want to be part of it? That would be like saying, I want to be part of those who keep Shabbos. What do you mean, you want to be part of it? That sounds like there is an option to be part of it, or an option not to be part of it. Is there an option? The Shulchan Aruch says you have to eat three meals. So what does he mean, I want to be part of it, as if there is another option? If it was a question of, it's a hidr mitzvah to eat, or it's a midrash chassidus, it's something beyond the letter of the law, then you could say, you know, I want to be part of it and, and get people involved that they should understand the importance of it. But if it's a dinner shulchan aruch, so what do you mean he wants to, one of the arbiyasis, there a time there was no shulchan aruch. But if it's a halacha, so then what does he mean he wants to be part of it? Why does he have to encourage people? It's the law. So perhaps to explain it. When we say that the Olam Abba, the reason why we're not eating a full meal is because in Olam Abba there's no eating and no drinking. It's something beyond eating and drinking. That does not mean that the reason we don't eat and drink is because we've lost interest in the body. Either because the body won't be there at all, as some say, that there's a, that's a time when it'll be only Nishamas. But we don't agree with that. We paskan like the Rambam that ultimately the ultimate reward and with eternity will be Nishama in a guf. And therefore, it's not like we've lost interest in the body and that's why there's no eating. We, the, the body is very important. In fact, there is a certain quality in the body over the, the neshama, as we'll talk about in a minute. But the only thing that it means, there will be no eating and drinking, means it's not food which keeps the body and soul together. Today, when we eat and drink, it's in order to keep the body and soul together. Otherwise, the soul leaves the body. But then it will not be necessary to have food in order to keep body and soul together. But the body will play an important, essential role in, ex- in the experience of Olam So this could be the reason why there is a, an imperative to eat something at Shudosh Lishes and not just simply to experience non-eating at that time, but because the body will be part of it, that's why the body also has to be included into Sudashlishis, which is done how? By feeding it something, that it eats something. So you have you need both. You need the emphasis on not eating a real meal, but yet at the same time, because the body is very much a part of that experience of Elamaba, that's why we do need to eat something. In fact, we, uh, we know that there's going to be the meal of the Levyasan and the Shreirabar, which will be in L'Asad Lavai, which will also be a physical, uh, a physical meal. It's not just some conceptual thing that's called eating, but it'll be a physical meal. And perhaps this is also a way of, um, that we eat something about Shalashuddhas, is a way of bringing to, bringing to mind and having somewhat of an experience of the meal of the Sherabas, Abar, and the Livyasan. And the Rebbe says, this is something, this is a novel idea, which I haven't seen anywhere, and I still have to look to see if I can find a source for it. This that we eat Shalashud is something in order to remember the Shaira Bar and the Livyasu. And to to understand it a little more deeply is because at the time to- why will the body, what's going to be the quality of the body in the time of, Mish- of Lausid Lavai? Because the body is rooted in the essence of Hashem. It has a higher source than the Nishama. That's why the body can appear to be independent. If you look at a body even though everybody knows that we come from parents, but if you look at the body itself, it seems to have come from nowhere. You don't see connection to the parents when in your body. It just seems to be there, live, exist independently. 
Why is that? How could that be? It's because it represents the essence of Hashem. It's connected to the essence of Hashem. And the essence of Hashem is an independent existence which comes from nowhere, comes from within itself. Therefore, the body exhibits that kind of an, a feature as well because it comes from that true essence, even though the body doesn't, of course, come from itself, but it expresses that idea because it represents Atmos. And that's why in the time of L'Asad Lavai, the soul will be nourished from the body. The body will have more spiritual power than the Neshama, and the Neshama needs to rely on the body in order to receive spiritual nourishment. And that's why we have to eat something by Shalashudas in order to bring out this quality that the body has over the Neshama even, and we do that by eating something. And that's what Rabbi Yaisi meant when he said, I want to be part of those who eat be, uh, by something by Shalashudas because he meant, I want to have that experience of seeing the body, the quality, the unique quality of the body expressed in the fact that he will eat something at Shalashudas, which is the time that represents Elam and I'm eating something to bring out that powerful experience of the body. And that's why the Rebbe uses that as the proof that one is ne- needs to eat, because it's not just simply because it's a dinner of course that's the un- underlying technical reason, but it explains what's so unique about it, that it brings to mind the time of Olam in which the body is dominant, and that's why we eat something.